always like hearing this music uh, to start a Friday. Well, with us anyway. This music yeah. is very uplifting. <laughs> you sound jams. so excited, Bethany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my jam. Bethany is, uh, I, I think, virtually busy this weekend. Good morning. It's the uh, podcast edition of The Morning Reboot. Floyd might be along. I don't know. But it's Eric and Bethany back from vacation. And Philip uh, beamed over from the other side of the pond near his mm-hmm. which uh, which uh, which football state you live near Etihad Stadium or the Arsenal Emirates Emirates Stadium Emirates. yeah that's right ah right. uh, here he comes here he comes he's in there <laughs> yo uh, <laughs> he might mentally feel like he's on the other side of the pond uh, but uh, good morning. Uh, one and only my little Floydy. Hello. Um, welcome everyone. Uh, Floyd, uh, get yourself together because you had a very powerful post last night, and I'd like you to talk about it. Um, but first, Bethany, how was vacation? It was really good. I'm glad that we chose where we went. You went um, to South Carolina. We went to North Carolina. We went to Ocean Isle, which is pretty small, very residential. Um, you know, kind of spread out away from touristy things because we did, we wandered down to Myrtle beach, uh, one of the nights just to like walk around Broadway at the beach thinking, Oh, it's outside. We'll be safe. Not, not a person was in a mask. And I was like, we out. (laughs) That, that That seems to be the case at most beach places. Yeah, I mean, we were, yeah. where we were, it was, I was very comfortable, um, it was great, it was relaxing, it was everything I needed, but, yeah, we were supposed to stay at Myrtle Beach, and I'm glad we didn't. Can, so. Did you and Josh each finish that massive plate of crab legs? Yeah. Oh, we shared it. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. We shared it, so but you, yes, it was gone. You each took a picture with the plate and then shared it? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, because there was, a, for those that haven't seen or, like, you probably haven't, each of them each of them had a massive plate of crab legs. I should have noticed in the picture that it was the same plate. Well done. Listen, it's if a I lot had, of work if, to eat crab meat. If I had a couple more hours, I could have finished the whole thing by myself, but... <laughs> Um, well, welcome back. We're happy to have you. Uh, there were there were scores of emails and letters to the show last week expecting Titty Talk, and they were very let down. And I was like, Titty Talk is on vacation. What is Titty uh, Talk? Bethany. Bethany's because that's titty all talk. you want to talk about. Yeah, because uh, are your boobs? Yeah. Yes. Well, because she's she's growing a child, and you know, mm-hmm. somehow we just got talking about it simply anatomically, and you know. Uh- Somehow we did not. Somehow you can't bring it up. <laughs> Don't get like, I, I am not going down on this plane with you. Going down. Um, oh, oh, Lord. God. Uh, Bethany, do you have... It's so it, it's an important weekend for you and I, kind of, and for Floyd and for all of us, virtually speaking. Are you doing any Humane Society stuff uh, this weekend, Bethany? Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do i did i got um the email for for volunteers i'm just it's bark in the park weekend yeah i'm still a little i'm still a little timid about being in crowds of people but i'm hoping that josh and i can go and at least like walk around for a little bit because they're having like the in-person part from noon to three i think tomorrow uh it won't it won't be big but um, it's like one of my favorite events. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm bummed. Um, who would win in uh, a peanut butter licking contest between Gus and Tucker? Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we tried it the last time, they both failed miserably. Um, but probably Gus. Okay, so a lot of bark in the park stuff this weekend. In fact, stuff later on this morning with uh, Karnick. They're doing the uh, another uh, puppy cam. Also this weekend. Virtually happening. Happy Toledo Pride Weekend to everybody. Word. I know. I may be there. Well, virtually, obviously. Uh, Floyd, you're busy. Uh, you're 
better half, your other half. Uh, got a shout out in the Blade today and some other places. Um, and I'm on a billboard. More importantly, yeah. Talk about all that. <laughs> talk, talk about That's all this. My big ass face on Monroe Street. I'm like, oh, let me be on a billboard. Because we've <laughs> talked to, before about how we already taped some stuff, but there's other stuff going on. So give it to us all. Yeah. So um, you can stream it live. I know a lot of people are still not comfortable about going out in public, which is fair. So you can stream us on Facebook Live. And I do believe Lexi made a forum for like ToledoPride.com. But if not, just literally create an account on Facebook and you can stream us live. Or if you're one of those people who want to participate or want to be have your have your foot dabbling in the pond without actually submerging yourself, it will be aired at Casey's, Hamburger Mary's, and George's. And I believe Hamburger Mary's and George's is coordinating their shows to go with the virtual um, the virtual stream. So I do I do know that Georgia's there's gonna be a half hour intermission between the first half of Pride to the second. And I know Georgia's is planning on having their show whenever that intermission plays. And I believe Hamburger Mary's is doing the same thing. So there are pretty plenty of outlets in each bar actually I didn't say bar. Each restaurant club slash bar will have like swag bags in each um we'll say venue, will have a representative from Pride there. Like, I know Chad and Meredith will be at Casey's, I believe. Chad if Turner? She... Yes, 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 I, yes, yes. I, he, was, uh, he was the one that had given some quotes in one of the articles that I read, and I'm like, Chad who? I'm usually expecting He's a good Brent. guy. Okay. Yeah. Brent's more equality Toledo. Um, so... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know not liking these names matter, but I know Chad and Meredith will be at Casey's. Um, myself and the um the Terp in T Terp. I always say it wrong. Interpreter. No, they 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 have a name. The Turpin team. The Toledo interpreters. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like twerking team, but they're called Turpin team. It's really cool. So I know myself, Emma, and I believe one other person will be with me at George's and the overflow will be at Hamburger Mary. So like we're going to be everywhere. It's going to be different, but it is very well planned out. So there's like, if you have any questions, you can literally ask any of us and we have an answer for you. So there's like no blind spots and there's no going to be no confusion. Like it's honestly, you can ask us any question and we can be like, Oh, this is how it's going to go down. And I believe Lexi may make an appearance with the baby. The new but one, I'm not Milo, sure because of COVID. Milo, right. yes. Uh, this is this is the one event. This is the one that hits me as missing it because with all the pandemic, uh, it's I've been the opening day every year, but it gets to be too much for me. But this is the first Pride that I won't be a part of in some way because of uh, because of all this. And I and I've, don't worry, friends. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. We they are working on a way to do the parade. I just can't unleash that information yet. Oh, but it's going to be safe and good. It's not happening this weekend. Oh, good. Keep okay. following. It's not happening this weekend, but keep following. If there's a will, there's a way. Wink, wink. Um. Yeah. I I put that. I put the parade now. It's not a pride event. It. I mean, it is a pride event, but it's a Toledo event, just like the the Coleman race and an opening day to a smaller degree. Yeah. The pride parade is not just for you know, the LGBT and pride community. Like everybody comes out to that because it's a big deal and people love being a part of it. I mm-hmm. hate parades, like with a fiery passion in my soul. Same. Parade. Why? But I. I don't know. I, I love Pride. The parade Pray was so fun, and I was like, I can do this. Every other parade, hate it. <laughs> if why well, parades are so fun, they're so festive. Mm-hmm. No, they're no, Beth- no, no, they're not. <laughs> no, I can't. Be- Bethany, I forget. Uh, you you don't like fireworks, right? Or do you? I'm indifferent to them. Okay, Philip. If there was a parade with fireworks at the end, and I had to be at it, I would finally commit suicide. I would finally kill Stop. myself. Oh my God. Why? Parades are so festive. Do, do you remember, so just like one of my first memories of, of Pride was uh, when you had me like do play-by-play on Summit Street. Do you remember that? Like we got I some, do remember that. We got some rickety setup and you're and yeah. you're like, we well, you hosted? I'm like, what do you mean? 
And, that shit uh, was weird. I remember being in a float, and I was like, "What the? This isn't the Macy's parade. If you two don't stop, <laughs> what the hell is this?" You were like, "Yeah, we were just. It was like talking shit, and that's what you were like. You just just talk. I mean, I, I enjoyed yeah. it because people are so festive and interactive. But yeah, that was my first one. Um, God, what else? When when uh when certain people dressed up, uh. The Beyonce thing, I think it was, and then, oh god, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then seventeen was the first time uh, we were all back together when we were at Levis Square, and that was nice. Like the whole team was oh, back. Oh yeah, that was fun. The whole team was back together. That was nice. Um, and then the year at, uh, I think it was the God. They all run together. Then it might have been. Two, it was two years ago. We were at. Promenade, Promenade, yeah. and four thirty-five o'clock, like one wicked yeah. ass storm uh, mm-hmm. opened up, and I know you were over there as things were getting started, and I was like, "Well, just let me know when it's safe to come over." And it was great because it 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 was really shitty, but then the end of the night, people turned out. It was a big night, so it's such a great event. I no, lived at Riverfront when that happened, and I remember like looking from like my um seventeen-story apartment and go, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> I, remember, like, I remember you, I remember Floyd, you called or you texted me you're like so are we doing this and I said stand by you, yeah. all you have to do is walk across the street just get ready and if I you did, need like, you well, like I was, I was, like, I was prepared for you to be the only I'll performer yeah <laughs> I was oh. prepared for you to be the only performer that day I was like Floyd you may run this whole show bro it may just be you and me so <laughs> and then another memory from last year I don't I don't know if I feel like did I go I don't know I think I came with Juliana somebody went with me and I don't you know. You went last year. I did, I did, and I don't know who it was. And that's when like Alex and I like really connected because mm-hmm. we talked yesterday. She was throwing back white claws. And I will not forget God, it, it might have been Juliana, because somebody had asked me, they were like, Where's Floyd at? Like, when does the Deja thing hit? And then you and your crew got off the golf cart and sashayed like you owned the place yeah, and you did. I, and it was it's all quite, about the entrance. Yes, and it was an incredible entrance. And then uh, uh, we're on stage, and the funny part was, I don't think you were drunk at the time, but you had asked me to give you a white claw, and you yelled, "Reparations, bitch!" Yeah, that's like <laughs> I, I remember want that. Money. Just serve me some booze. Yeah. Do you? And you told me that uh, we talked about it on the air afterwards. How you know it was the peak of white claw, but the guy. Um, the the whoever butter Mick or Miller said hey we're up, we're this can you and then you told me the guy was totally cool and that you know he knows that it's White Claw world but do you remember that well, too yeah like I remember because he was like hey just so you know White Claw's not a sponsor and I go yeah it's kind of like when I go to Wendy's and I want a double that next double <laughs> yeah they know I want a double yeah. cheeseburger like you know what I mean or yeah. like when I go somewhere I'm like can I get some McNuggets so you like you mean chicken nuggets yeah you know what I mean so like <laughs> so I corrected yeah, I myself because. Like, he had, I don't know what seltzer that was. It was weird. I know he had Monaco. That's that, that champagne-infused vodka or something like that. It was it was fun. <laughs> Whatevs. So, it's, but yeah, go out this weekend. Have a good time. If not, order pizza and stream us online. There you go. Philip, from, hmm. you know, I, I can just go back to my, my first year. I don't. I wasn't part of much in 2013 because I remember... The, all the old show was, and I was doing mm-hmm. like seven remotes and stuff. But from then forward, and granted, we've already talked about some weather and some, you know, movement of where it's been. From your guys' perspective, how much has it grown? <laughs> oh, it's grown a lot. I mean, you must understand, like, like our participation, like us as a show, participation only started by a sheer accident because Floyd remembers he came on air with us one day and you challenged our old friend to like a drag off or something at Brett's. Remember? Oh, I remember that. And we had that huge night at Brett's and we yeah. all like clowned. We had such a great time. And then the next year people were like, are you guys doing this again? Are you doing this again? And we we're like, we can just can't be at Brett's because it's like too many people. And we had like, it was ass to fucking cheek and elbow in there. We had no room on stage to even talk to people. Everybody was like shit face drunk. So we we're like, we'll just move it to pride. And that's where like all of this whole situation even started really. And as one, even before, we'll call it make out and drag, um, was a thing. Before <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. make out and drag was a thing, um, I, myself, and Amber Stone are the only two Toledo drag queens 
mm-hmm. who have performed at every Pride since the beginning at Erie Street Amen. Market. Wow. Oh my Eerie, God, Erie Street <laughs> Market. <laughs> Erie Street Market. When was that? Oh my God. Oh, two thousand nine. Yeah, because oh, this is like what? maybe the tenth year. Yeah, this yeah, is like the eleventh year. Back. I don't know. It's been so. It. <laughs> let me tell you about the first Pride. It was happening. <laughs> then it wasn't happening. It was happening. Right. Then it wasn't happening. And then the day before, Lexi was like, I need a roster of people. And I was like, Oh my God. I got this. So I literally, because I was a show director at Breath at the time, I had me, excuse my language, this is their name. I had me, Thunder Pussy, Justice, London, Hershey. Like, we literally, uh, I literally like send out the drag signal. I was like, Look, I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but just show up at five o'clock. With a CD, that's how old it was, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like this, uh, a flash drive is fairly new. Te- it's fairly new technology yeah. if you think about it. Don't flash drive like, me. Don't email me. Bring a CD. Bring a CD. One track, and that's when you had to burn it. Like we don't want yeah. no confusion. <laughs> and I remember I took everyone's CD, ripped it to my laptop, and made like one master playlist CD. And we did it like baton style. And the, for those guys don't know what baton style is. It's literally we're like, please welcome to the stage, Deja, Amber, Justice, blah, 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 blah. And you press play on the CD, and we just come out as our song plays. Like, there was no DJ. It was literally mm-hmm. like, I think my laptop was hooked up to some really random speaker. And we started out with, like, and Lexi could probably back this up. We started out with, like, 30 people. But by the end of the night, we had, like, 500 people crammed. Into yeah, because I remember the Irish, it was like unbearable market. after a while. You're just like, there's a lot of freaking people in here. I showed up there like so late, crazy. and everybody was like, oh, there's really nobody here. There's really nobody here. I was like, well, we don't come anyway just to like show up and see what's going on. And literally, like, I was like, why do you say nobody here? It's like tons of people here, and everybody was ready to like turn up. I think that at some point, like, uh, beer or something was low. Like, I remember the first pride for me, it was like such a beautiful, chaotic mess of a situation like if i could go back and like have that happen again i would not have changed anything about that night for the first little pride that i went to i always tell people the very first little pride was like a horrible elementary talent show we were all on that <laughs> we were all on that stage not knowing what we were doing like keep in mind like and now at pride you can have like um what's the d de- oh my god i can't even think about it like performers do it they listen to the sound check sorry so now oh, you can yeah. do sound check. Now you preview your songs before you go on stage. The DJ has your music a month in advance to be like, hey, your levels are off on this. No, we literally just had, and this is even before mixing technology, you know what I mean? So like we all went up there and did our standards. It was like the first time I did Crazy in Love or like on a stage in front of like a lot of people. Like in my horrible Debs outfit, by the way. We're just, we're just going to throw that out there. <laughs> My horrible Deb's dress. So like, Deb's is like clothes like, now. They went bankrupt, didn't they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and sadly, some of the performers aren't even with us anymore. Like they've they've gone on. They've mm-hmm. transitioned with life. But it's so crazy to think that there was no parade. It was literally like, hey, come to Toledo Pride. We're gonna do it this random Saturday. And like I said, yeah. started out with thirty. We started at noon. By seven o'clock, that place was wall to wall with people just expressing their gayness, and like there was really no DJ. I think we all like took turns, and this is we're gonna date ourselves. I think we all took turns and made like a pride playlist on our iPods, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like as like Lexi would have to make a speech, Amber would hook up her iPod. We'll let that play for two hours. Another speech for like Tori. I would hook up my iPod and like. I think they heard I'm coming out like 18 times that day, but like <laughs> no one cared because like it was all trial and error and look where yeah. we are now. We all had to start somewhere. Um, it's okay about saying thunder pussy because where will, uh, will there be any bitch thunder this weekend? Bitch thunder. I, I do believe they recorded a segment along with, I believe Nicole Corey did and a few of our bands from last year also have done it. Because I know Skittlebox is there and Whisper Disco. I always want to call them Panic Whisper. But, but <laughs> yeah, Whisper Disco. So, yeah, all of our bands have returned. Um, I opted not. I opted out of performing this year just because my schedule was too chaotic. And I told Lexi I wanted to be a part of it. So she made me do, like, um, 
what is that guy? He has that Netflix show. Oh, you FX show. He's, he has like a little <laughs> microphone recording. He asks people's really random questions. He's kind of annoying. Billy, what's his face? From? Billy, Billy yeah. I, not Bill Eichner. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, got to, I got to do that type of thing. And like, that was right up my alley. So it was fun. So we made it work. Like I said, um, it was awkward, but like I saw some of the performances. Um, every performer turned it out. They all performed like they were still a thousand people in that audience. So definitely, if you have a chance to stream it, give yourself that favor. And I just hope for me, and I said this in the Toledo Blade article, that Pride's all about visibility. Like, it's not about me going out screaming how gay I am at 37. Like, I've been gay since 83. It, Pride is more about those people who are alone right now, those teenagers, mm-hmm. those those right. men who are in heterosexual relationships who can't live out their gayness, those women who are legit lesbians, or that young boy growing up right now who feels like a woman who is a woman, you know what I mean? It's all about those people who can't celebrate it, and we have to be visible for them just to know that when it's their time to come out, to know that they're not alone. There's people, like there's there's a world on the other side of your darkness, like legit. Like as lonely and sad as you feel, there is many of us who went through it and we're yeah. now celebrating Pride and we can't wait to welcome you with open arms. Well so that's said. exactly what it is. Well said. Um, if And I want your other powerful thoughts, but if I could uh, backtrack for just one second. One other, yeah. way, one other thing for, for me, I, I don't know if this is actually the reason, but another way that I've seen so much growth with Pride, especially how it's gone nuclear the last couple of years. Um, and again, I don't know if this is the official reason, but there used to be a Sunday fun day, right, Philip? Yeah, there was a Sunday fun I mean, like, wait, what, what Sunday fun day do you mean? Because we reinterpreted Sunday fun day a couple of times. It, uh, it was family fun day. Yeah. It's, it was family right. fun day. Yeah, right. okay. And yeah. then I, I remember, like, I remember, and that might have been is recently as like three or four years ago, but then it, it stopped. And I think it might've been because of availability of the park, but I just chalk it up to, um, there's so many people now coming to Friday, Friday night and then Saturday, mm-hmm. the parade and then everything else. Mm-hmm. Like there's no need for a third day anymore. Yeah. I think that like when I was there, at least having the family day on Sunday was like a day for people to kind of wake up early because we still had the, the area and like, we might as well use it for something for families to come out and to like meet like the drag queens and to have like conversations to play games we had like barbecues those days but then we realized that really that same stuff that we did on sunday we were doing on saturday morning or saturday afternoons anyway so it was like we might as well just use sunday and then to clean up and put the city back the way that we found it and sometimes even mm-hmm. better instead of like spending the time with more money and having people out there for longer hotter days one last uh one one last memory of mine when Tory came in one year and thought it was that the FCC didn't uh find radio stations for vulga- vulgarities on the air <laughs> do you know the conversations i had with like lexi and tory and nicole and like they would come in and like lexi and nicole were like well we're not going to say anything and tory's like well i'm not going to say anything and it took like just a little bit of poking of Tori to get her to go with these rants. And then out of nowhere, she would swear. And I, one year, it was like four or five times back to back. And I was like, Tori, what the fuck are you doing? Stop doing that. Yeah. I, I don't remember the, the, the torrent of them. I just remember we were playing and Floyd, you might've been there. Um, I think that's my, that might've been like one of the first times I met you. We were doing throwback Thursday and we did like all big pride anthems. And I was there. Tori chimed in and she was like, uh, oh shit. And I'm like, nah, can't do that one. <laughs> and you know what's funny yeah. about Tori as well? Is that like everything, on a regular basis, everything, right? Everything. But on a regular basis, like Tori really doesn't swear that much. I think she was just nervous. Yeah. <laughs> her vocabulary like slipped her. So I, uh, mm-hmm. I woke up to this long, thoughtful, uh, thought-provoking post to Floyd of Floyd's last night on, uh, and I'm glad that you posted it in several spots so everybody sees it. You, you were moved last night. I was. Tell us more, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, the DMC had a child who had, I don't know the right terminology for it. So like, I totally just kept editing it. So I like Googled what the correct term is. And I guess you could just say it. Um, I guess I could just say it because I was like, oh, that sounds offensive. Let me make sure this is the right way I put it. Um, there was a kid on talking about Joe Biden and he had a stutter and it was very severe. And none of you guys really knew me because I didn't move here until like 
sixth or fifth grade. I mean, fifth, sixth or seventh grade. I can't even remember. I'm so old now. Uh, but I didn't really talk to anyone until, unless I was around my mom or sister or like family members. Cause I had a, I wouldn't say severe. Like there's no, it, it's not on the level of him, but like sometimes, and I think Phil has been around and maybe even Bethany, you've been around it, Eric. Mm-hmm. I kind of get excited and I do the little, uh, like I stutter and <laughs> I do. He, like, I, I, I actually like, never, I never even thought about that though. Like as a stutter, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think, I, that, I think that's just us tripping over our words in excitement. It's not like uh, it's not like mystical is going to come in and drop a rap for us. <laughs> but no, um, what? But no, there, there, there are times I say something and I have to stop and I literally have to say it in my head first in the sentence. Then I have to deconstruct it and re-put it back together. That is a tool I learned from my speech therapist growing up. And it's something I still have today. And then it comes out mainly more when I'm intoxicated. Like there are times <laughs> like Elijah will be like, uh, your wubba wubba's out. And I go, I know, I can't help. It. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help it. It just happened. Um, but yeah, it was, it was actually cool to see. And I even said like politics aside, like to see this young man, like talk in front of millions of people and like, be vulnerable. I was like, damn, I needed someone like you growing up. Cause like, I honestly wouldn't talk at church school. Um, pretty sure that I was known as the mute kid when I was growing up in Arizona. Like there were times I just didn't talk to people. Like they were like, your son's antisocial. I'm like, I'm not, it's in, it's insecurity. So, but yeah, which is weird. Cause like, I like talking now. I host shows and you can't get me to shut up. But, like, it wasn't too long ago that I was that kid who was just like, I talk funny. And then my mom would be like, it's fine. We'll get through this. And like, by no means was it, like, a severe thing. But, like, to actually see a man be – a young man be vulnerable and to see a presidential candidate that – shut up, Siri. Sorry, she's yelling at me. <laughs> um, and to see a presidential candidate, like I said, whether he's Republican, Democrat, or Independent or whatever it is, actually just take his time out to be like hey i had this same issue you too can overcome this and like when you're a kid and you have something that's different from the rest of everyone whether it be a speech impediment whether you be like impaired of some sort maybe you're deaf maybe you're blind like you you feel a piece of you's gone and you don't feel like you can do what the other kids do and like for someone like Joe Biden to be like, hey, kid, I stutter like you and still do. And, like, showed him um, exercises and stuff he did. Like, even I went down the rabbit hole and looked at what the kid does. And he does what I did. And, like I said, I, I have to keep elaborating. I don't have a stutter. Because <laughs> someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know you stutter. I was like, I don't have a stutter. But, like, he does a lot of exercises that I do. Like, for him, he writes out a sentence, says it in his head, and he does what I do. Like, we have to deconstruct it and just slow it down for ourselves. And when we slow it down on our heads, we say it out loud and it comes out. And there's times I still do that. And so actually to see someone, like, come on, you're like talking at the Democratic National Convention. I don't care if it's the Republican National Convention. <laughs> people are watching this show to literally mm-hmm. find the flaws in people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Republicans watch the DNC to be like, oh, how dare they? these idiots and i'm sure it's going to go vice versa when the republican national convention goes but no one should take away anything from this young man who literally spoke and was vulnerable with his like i hate the word handicap but like i'll call it his special power as i used to as i used to say it with my kids at the autism school like he went up there did his thing and he didn't make it political it was just like good good for you i feel you right now Floyd, uh, I don't think someone like that will be at the Republic at the RNC. However, they do it. Um, I'm gonna give you. I've uh, seen that lineup. I'm just trying to be nice. So and bipartisan. The- <laughs> <laughs> By so, no means am I going to watch the Republican National Convention the based tweet- on like mm-hmm. the first two speakers. Yeah, the tweet. Like, that- Girl, bye. The tweet that I came across, and it's I think the pillow guy will be there, and a lot of other people you could imagine, <laughs> but. Um, the uh, the Covington kid with the red hat from last yes. year and the St. Louis gun-toting couple who were pointing... They're the first two speakers. Like yeah. I'm like, really? So I found a tweet that said, it's like the ESPY Awards for menacing people of color. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
Yeah. Bethany, are you still there? Yep. Um, oh, Bethany, I I have a question for you. And we, we've talked about this before. Maybe now it takes on a little, we, we can dive in a little deeper. So did you listen to the podcast at all from Wednesday, I think? Or earlier this um, We talked which, about- That's a no. There was a mom blog and her, a popular mom blog, her husband had, had posted something inappropriate. One of the mom blog adversaries- screenshotted it and sent it to that mom blog's audience and advertisers and it was it was some drama and and the woman didn't exactly denounce whatever he he said she just said his thoughts are his and his alone but again she didn't denounce it um and we got into talking about what do you do when you're in a relationship um or you've got a friendship relationship family member whose views you are diametrically opposed to yeah. <laughs> I'll bring everybody I'll bring everybody up to speed here. Bethany's political views and social views I think differ from uh the evil Tyler, her brother and uh oh my definitely, God. Def, def, definitely her dad and maybe her mom. So the closest people in your family you have very different views from. Well, and and here's the thing, like our our social so we there's oh I wish I could remember the name of the um the test but there's like a a, a test a, a thing that you can go and you can answer all these questions and it'll kind of chart out where you are as far as like conservative to liberal or authority authoritarian to to um not li- li- dictator <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it kind of divides you into four quadrants and I found it very interesting. Josh and I took it and I sent it to my family. And we all charted in the same quadrant. So our our views are not that different. But for their own reasons, they have supported and in opposition of me um, with candidates. So it's not even like a difference of and this, I think this is what, like, the, the the hardest part and the most frustrating part when we have the conversations is that I know that, like, socially and, and morally, like, we're all on the same page. So it's just trying to figure out, like, what is it about this other person that you you support? And I, and I feel like, you know, for, for my family, it's more of, like, the... I don't know. I can't even want to try to justify it. I feel like you're tiptoeing and like trying not to like like rock the boat or make it seem as if anybody is like right or wrong in a situation. Right, right. And 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 everybody has their own views and, and things work for, for people that don't work for other people based on a lot of different factors. If, so if you're if your pa- or if these members you're opposed to were to vote based on that test, they would likely vote for the same person as you, but like you've said, they're somehow attracted to the slime that they voted for. You should tell that like you should say like mom, dad, Tyler, you know, if you wanted to vote to support like what this test said, you wouldn't vote for that person, right? Hmm. Just saying. Yeah, I I know, but I I to go along with that, um, there was a discussion the other day. I don't remember where I read about it or heard about it, but it, on the same vein, like parents that are arguing about whether to send their kid to school or not. Like, I, I don't, I don't think I could be in a relationship if we had opposing, like, strong, strongly opposed political views or things like that. Because I think, and I know couples that are in that situation where they're on two. They're house divided. Yeah, they're house divided. They're on different ends of the spectrum because with your spouse, I mean, that's different. Like that's your partner. You're, you pick, you're with them you, for you all, life. Like 
every day you're having these conversations, it would be exhausting and it would be frustrating. Whereas like mm-hmm. at family, yes, we can have the conversations, but it doesn't have to be a daily reminder. And like some, I think sometimes like that's just, it affects how you live your daily life at that point. And I, I don't, I don't think that I know that I couldn't be in a relationship where my partner was on the opposite end of the spectrum like that. Well, remember, you pick that person. So if you pick a person with those kind of opposing views, you made a bad choice. Whereas with your family, you don't get to pick. You can choose if it gets so testy to not speak to them. But it's blood and maybe that will overcome all. Yeah. Um, Hold on, guys. I got to do a traffic, okay? So everyone's going to hear this, but don't say anything. Hold on. The magic of podcast and radio at the same time. Q105 traffic. There's an accident at Reynolds North and Florida Road. Uh, it's about 20 minutes old, so avoid that area. Reynolds and Florida. Other than that, no incidents. You can text me something else if I'm missing it. 419-240-1055. Your Q105 morning reboot right now traffic. And when you listen to that on the podcast, it will be long gone, hopefully. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, this is great traffic. Two days later. <laughs> right, 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 right. They're like, oh, you know oh, what? Cool. They're like, you know, oh, oh shit, I could use that because I was sitting in the thing. Well, uh, sorry. Um, uh, Floyd, yes, no, 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 no. I forget, you you left a little early yesterday. So Bonavega is no longer on America's Got Talent. Is really? Is everybody is everybody up on this? No, How long has that show been going on? Because I feel like right. I saw him on that show like months ago. I don't know. He's very... Ma- so... Bonavega, um, it he he's been on AGT and uh, he, he is D- David Bowie, Freddie Mercury. Uh, oh, that guy! Very he's from Toledo. Apparently. Yes, he's from Toledo. Yeah, he's like he's younger than me though. He's more my sister's age. So very very glam rock. Adam Lambertish. Uh, another another thing I'll throw out there: the darkness. Um, yeah. So I was trying to figure out, and Floyd, I think it was even before, it might have been before us. Somebody told me about him, and I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with this, because this is, this is it. And I rem- so I read the article in, what's that? Um, hey, Floyd, you're muffled. You're, you're muffled. He's buff. Yes, yes, he is. He's in great shape. <laughs> so he's a Toledo native, and I don't think he's been here for a while. So I'm reading the, the article by Kirk Baird in The Blade today, and uh, his name is, I think, Brandon Wilberger. And I'm like, I don't know any Wilbergers. And I said, his si- his sister still lives here. His sister, Lindsay Meldon. I'm like, oh, he is Sam Meldon's brother-in-law, and Sam is the one that Get told me about it. <laughs> yup. And it, it, so they're not related by blood, but you should really juxtapose Sam next to uh, Bonavega because they are people from a different planet. And it was Sam a couple years ago who told me, hey, check this out. That's so funny. I'm just now reading about this person and I think I'm 100% about what he's what he's like doing on stage. But you said he's not there anymore. Um, No, he, he was... God, Bethany. He, he was really good. I saw like... When he first went on, I think I think my my parents liked to watch that show, and they were like, "Dude, this guy's from Toledo, blah blah blah." And I was like, "I'm sure he's not still in Toledo, but yes." Yeah. And my sister had known about him just because they're around the same age, and obviously, like my sister was at TSA. He didn't go to TSA. I don't know what high school he went to, um, but I think they had a lot of the same friends, like in bands together and stuff like that. Um. But yeah, he was he was really good. Let me. Uh, I, I really liked what he was doing. So when Alex and I were talking about this yesterday, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try it. He is a fantastic, energetic performer. I would say the music, the, the singing quality is not that great, but like the the entire snapshot of it is is something to behold. It was like when I was watching the AGT performance, it was kind of like Floyd, uh, like if the Ultimate Warrior came out singing and shaking ropes. It was like that. <laughs> Big digs and you're hitting lists and you're always reaching 
Happily. He sounds like Adam Lambert on the Weird Science soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god, Weird Science, exactly what that sounds like. So Floyd, you said he's buff, and I was like reading some of the stuff and looking at it. He legit was on stage in what looks like Jennifer Lopez's like silver sequence. Yeah. Yeah. But he's buff. Like, dude is working out with his mullet and all. Well done. So yeah, the performance is is magnificent. The singing quality, it's not great vocals there. And when uh Philip, you did watch the performance? I didn't watch the performance. I'm just looking at some like clips and, and his pictures and um, stuff. Okay, because all the judges were like, do we have to call the police? Are we being assaulted right now? It's, <laughs> it's like it's like when I went to go see uh, uh, the, uh, the Batman Superman movie and I felt like Zack Snyder assaulted all of my senses. It, that's their look on their face. And it's just not my thing, but I'm not taking anything away from it whatsoever. But he is now done. And uh, that's Sam Meldon's brother-in-law. That's funny. That's so funny. That's great. That's amazing. What we should do is, uh, since Sam wants everybody to slow down in neighborhoods, let's put Bonavega in, in corners of Toledo to give tickets to people. <laughs> Why just doesn't he like sing a PSA for it? Yes. Slow down. Yeah. Um, God, what else? what else? There is, uh, I saw something today that said um, marriages are down in Lucas County. Not not weddings, I guess, but they're probably down, but ma- marriage licenses are down like nearly 30% from last year. And I figured, okay, that, that makes sense. You know, people are just, they had to postpone weddings and all that stuff. But then I wondered if people are like, after quarantining with their fiance, they're like, you leave pubic hair everywhere. This is not, this is not going to be a thing. We're not getting married. Yo, it is a real thing when you are with your partner and stuck inside with them, like literally stuck in a cage with them for so long. Like, it makes you reevaluate your actual love for that person. And sometimes right. it's not going to survive. It's just not going to happen. Eric and I have no idea what that's about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the only hair that I have to clean up is dog hair, not pubic hair. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. Sometimes it... I'll be like, whose hair is this? Like, oh, you live alone. Sorry. <laughs> Play with yourself. Um, yeah, I'm sure it has to do with just a lot of weddings being postponed and whatnot, but I'm, I, Philip, to your point, and I did think a little bit about you because you and Danny and you moved from the really tiny place before this all hit, right? No, I had a really big place in the old West End. It was just, uh, no, 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 no. Wow. Didn't you got, when you officially moved over there, weren't, weren't, didn't you and Danny find another place to live? Oh no no dear, we're still in the small place. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we're we're still living that life. <laughs> Eric's disgusting. Goes, yeah, yeah. It's just, and you know, what, you know, the worst part about it all was, it's like Denny was still working from home. It's like he's taking like Zoom calls and conference calls, and he's like at the dining room table, like doing his little his little work or what have you. And I'm I'm very like quiet. I put my AirPods in, watch TV, play video games, like do what I need to do, little work that I need to do. But the issue is that the table that he does his work at is literally like six feet from the bathroom. And the door is the only barrier between him and that. So like, if I have to go to the toilet, like I have to be real quiet about it and I can't flush. Like, it's just a huge problem. So we had to fix that real quick. It, we've worked it out. But yeah, Good. that was like our prior biggest issue. Good. Um, if I'm shitting, I'm flushing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. If I'm dropping the kids off at the pool, babe, you need to walk out the room. Um, the so- needs to go. Kind of some, kind of some quick nerdy, nerdy things. Uh, so our movie theaters, two, another one opened today. I don't know if it's Levis or Fallen Timbers that opens today, and then the last one opens up on the twenty fifth. Um, New Mutants may be out next week here. I don't know, but a friend of mine showed me that there are um, pre-sale tickets available for Tenant in Toledo at the mall as early as next week. Um, so here comes movies, maybe, and on that. Floyd, did you see the the Batman stuff? No, but like, if uh, here's my random COVID rant. <laughs> Is it still a thing? Because it seems like they're lifting up a lot of guidelines and mandates. I just think we know the rules. Do we? Well, that having doesn't mean people inside of a theater having people watch games at a stadium. Well, droplets, I'm... DNA. The, the stadiums I can see, like I'm 
like you should not, your mouth should not be regularly open, nor should you be yelling, like spreading droplets at a movie anyway. So I'm I, just saying, if I'm at a movie theater and someone accidentally sneezes or coughs, that's what they do. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. turn around like Brenda in Scary Movie and be like, "You guys still go, <laughs> okay? Not in my, not during my movie. I'm just this is just opening up a floodgate and a portal to hell." But oh, you know what? You know, do you booze? Do you? I I think like the movie theater thing. I agree with Eric in the sense of like you shouldn't be like it's not like a baseball game or a basketball game. It's not like a concert. You shouldn't be like yelling and screaming and talking during the movie anyway. Completely get that. But also, it's a Floyd's point of view. Exactly, is going to give people a reason to do nothing but to show their ass even more because somebody's going to cough, somebody's going to sneeze, somebody's going to talk, or whatever the case may be, and not have a mask on is going to give the Brenda's and Karen's and Kevin's of the world a reason to pop the fuck off at the mall and then we're gonna have like another riot. Um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot, I guess. On, on, on the COVID note, Floyd, I think you'll, you'll like this. So, uh, BG said, their president said, no parties, like no, no, no large social, social gatherings, you know, over 10, 10 people, people follow the protocols or we'll suspend you. So I read this last night and we, we've already, we know about St. John's and I can confirm, even though I only have one source, but I'm no Emma Henderson, I don't need two sources. There was apparently a girls soccer gathering or a Northview girls soccer gathering. And the coach was like, tell me who it was. Or, or we're not doing a season. So it's late to see some places putting their foot down. This is a letter that um, Syracuse sent out. Last night, a large group of first-year students selfishly jeopardized the very thing that so many of you claim to want from Syracuse University. That is, a chance at a residential college experience. Um, make no mistake, there was not a single student who gathered on the quad last night who did not know and understand that it was wrong to do so. Um... That's wild that they went. I mean, I, I'm glad that they went that far, but to say that you claim to want to do this, but yet you're still going to break the rules. Mm-hmm. They're not wrong. Oh, I know. I know. I was just glad to see that um, certain like universities and adults are, are stepping in and, and putting their foot down on all this. I mean, I think it's like a situation as well to where people feel like they're being pressured into doing this. So now if you're going to be pressured into doing it, then you have to have certain standards to hold those standards accountable to anybody who's there. And if they don't do it right, then that gives you a reason to say this shouldn't have happened in the first place and shut it all down again, which I don't think anybody necessarily wants to do once you get it going. But And, and I love that, and you're absolutely right. Like, you've asked for this. Well, you've got to follow the rules. And, and to that point with rules, it's so it's so funny. Like, the anti-government people, you know, the protesters, the screamers in Columbus and in, and in Lansing. Like, you don't want the government. And I get it. You're adults here. You don't want the government telling you what to do. But you don't have the same kind of, like, rigor towards stores and other private businesses and schools. Now, it I understand a small degree why they do that. But it's just interesting that... You've got to take it when these businesses say, follow the rules or get the fuck out. But when the, but when the government tries to give you some science, I get mm-hmm. it. People think that they might overstep in some ways. You, The first thing you are ready to do is put on your red hat sometimes and your gun <laughs> and, and like show off your rights. T- to that point, has anybody seen the story of this very defiant gym owner in New Jersey? He keeps making like Fox News and stuff. Is this the oh. one you were talking about that's on his roof with the gun? That's Todd in Bedford. No. That's, oh, that's okay. cargo short Todd. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is a gym owner. I think it's like a CrossFit place called Attila's somewhere in like South Jersey. Floyd, probably not far from Philadelphia. And Jersey has had some pretty uh, strict guidelines, mostly because uh, they got to worry about that they're a New York area. So everybody feels the pain. And this guy has been on Fox News several times and he's just being defiant about how the, the government is overstepping their bounds. Uh, they, they can't do this all, all the stuff that you would imagine and all they do is keep finding like uh one time within the last month he said the health department was going to uh put a chain and lock on the doors so uh this dude took the doors off like oh my god oh I, my lord i get i get it it's it's clever uh you're, you're standing up for something that you believe in for me personally, this is not the hill I would want to die on because while he's gaining all these followers and whatnot and he's raising awareness that he believes sometimes government oversteps, but they're finding him like $15,000 a day. 
And this is not like when a pro athlete misses a day of training camp. Um, they're going to find him into the dark ages. So it doesn't matter how many followers he has. His defiance is just sending him into a black hole. Yeah. That's like, I mean, there's like, there's a line eventually that comes across to where, I mean, nobody wants to say, okay, like I'm going to give in. I've lost, but like, you can stand your ground all day long the best you can. This is for anybody, anything that you believe in. You can stand your ground, but there is a point where you just have to come to the realization that this is not the way to have this battle because you're not going to win. You're going to screw I, yourself over in the long run. I, I, I'm all for principles and principles for the right things and, and the right things can be subject, subjective, but I am a principle for fighting battles that you believe you can get a, a, a victory or two out of. This is right. not that for this dude, unless you just no. want to build up followers or something, but he'll be in jail. He'll be broke. And who knows, maybe from prison he will get a GoFundMe that gives him financial life. But, like, the ongoing defiance is, is something to behold. And his eyebrows are very unsettling as well. Oh, you know I feel about eyebrows. I'm sending it to you right now. Hold on. Don't do it. Oh. <laughs> eyebrows freak me. You never trust anyone with bad or untamed eyebrows. Gurky had to get his haircut yesterday, and I was like, "Please tell them to take care of your eyebrows." Oh, are they bad? They they just they get to the point where like they're they're overgrown, and they they yeah. start to curl, and they don't oh, keep the no. shape. And I'm like, Ew. "Bro, please." Eric, what did you send me? Okay, Floyd, you have to open you have to open the article oh, up. I'm scared. <laughs> it's not a video because it'll log me off. It's a video. Oh. The- <laughs> Can you? I'm gonna. I'm gonna send. Yeah, I'm gonna spend send this to Bethany and Philip as well. Wait, does his shirt say what I think it says? Does it say uh, gun control is racist or something? Yeah, all gun control is racist. Uh, yeah, uh, he's that oh, kind of guy. Ian. And I Ian. For you. Can, can you see his? Can you see his eyebrows in that? Absolutely. Why does he hate oh, himself? Oh I want to know what these comments say. Don't read the comments, for oh. I'm going in. The, oh, he disabled oh, his comments. This, <laughs> oh nope, there they go. This uh, this post of his charges with over 36 criminal offenses. Fine us, lock us out of our business, arrest us, arrest our customers, barricade our doors closed, strip our business license, do everything you can to ruin our lives. Look. Even you might find that the the rules and the laws and the protocols are unjust. I'm sorry. There's a better way to maybe get what you want than this. So and I went looking to... at the comments. Um, his his fan base is his fan base because yeah. I can tell. But he's also a troll because when someone disagrees with him, he fights back. This is this is why he posted this. It's not about so, he, it's not about the people following him. He posts I'm, stuff like this just to get a rise out of people. He's an idiot. I'm, I'm going to flag on his Instagram. Uh, yeah, I've got on his Instagram. I'm looking at it. He has a quote on here that says, masculinity is not something given to you, but something you gain. It is earned. And you gain it by winning small battles with honor. You're not winning anything. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's winning. Fa- and look, I, I get it. I, I understand the, the people that are like, sometimes the government really oversteps. Oh my I, God, these comments. I can't. Oh yeah. People think like this. Floyd, when I read, when I come across his stories on, on the websites oh. that I go to, all the commenters, like he is a comment princess. Like everyone agrees with him. But in reality, and again, he probably could have got his gym open to some degree. He was doing uh, parking lot workouts. Like that would have been fine. He really? like he got a little dingling anyway. He got a little dick energy. Whatever. <laughs> you are. I was whatever. Looking, I was like something. Something about it was like offsetting. Besides his eyebrows and that really weird beard. Oh, it's small dick energy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he got small dick energy. Get the fuck out of here. Bethany, do you have any? You have any feedback or input on this? People don't want the government to intervene, but the government has to intervene when you're being a complete freaking idiot. Right. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and it looks like his breath stinks. I mean, his story on his Instagram is very bothersome too. And he's also like, he's using, he's using English like statistics for Americans. It's not how this works. Yeah. I bet he buys his Instagram followers. I'm going down this rabbit hole. No, I, I, I mean, I think he's built it up because of, of all the, those types that we've discussed have, he's become a God to them. 
And are may- you kidding me? His one post: social isolation will lead to far more deaths and damage to society than COVID ever will. Right. Oh, I'm. You know what? I'm an extreme liberal. Guess what we're doing? I'm reporting your Instagram, sir. I have had it. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, don't like, be that guy. He said, yeah. "I'm okay." Submission this is just like how to get back to how to get back to normal immediately. If you own a business, open it at full capacity. Do not wear a mask. Do not shop at stores and ask people to wear a mask. Actively support companies who stand with America and freedom. Avoid companies who do not like. Why? Yeah, you're right. Whoever said that he's just doing this because he's getting the attention that he wants? You're 100 percent right. Yeah, I mean, at first it was probably like a noble effort, and and but then you know Fox News or somebody made him a darling, and then he might have embraced the role too much, and saw that followers and he can be a cause for something larger. Where really maybe he was just like, hey, Governor Murphy, this is not cool. It's going to hurt my business, and I don't know. Maybe Fox News picked him up, and and the light went on that he could be this this martyr. Well, this martyr is getting like $15,000 a day fines. He'll never have a business again and whatever. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand these people that are outraged and fighting that their freedoms are being taken away. We're literally asking you to wear an effing mask for a couple months so that people don't die. Like, you're not being stripped of your freedoms. You need to calm the F down and relax. Bethany. Uh, <gasps> Was that Mama Bethany coming out? I yes, I'm, so, like, I'm so <laughs> sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Bethany. We, how you, th- it has gone on this long because people refuse to wear a freaking mask and do what they're supposed to do to to keep it from spreading. Like I, They're doing it to themselves. I don't understand. It's going on this long because people are being defiant. And I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Bethany, as we already talked about, your parents have a, a, a su- support an opposing candidate, but might, might not have differing views. How do they feel about all of that that you just went on? Like, they, they wear a mask. Every time they go outside, they wear a mask. We changed our vacation that was planned for two years because we wanted to feel safe. Like, I just don't understand. I do not understand. I don't know if it's because it's so early. I love frustrated Bethany. It's getting mm-hmm. I like it. Like, I just don't understand. Like Jules at Art Supply Depot contacted me. Like one of her employees was assaulted because somebody didn't want to wear a mask. Really? Like, are what? you kidding me? Oh. I'm so I'm done. I'm done with people. Tell us that story. Um there someone that went into Art Supply Depot and was didn't want to wear the mask and threw things at her employee. Not to be racist, but how white was was this per was oh this was, how white was this middle aged man? <laughs> I believe it was a mother and child. Okay. But I'm, just, like, white. <laughs> I'm, uh, like, I'm so I'm so done. You are not losing your freedoms. You need to be a decent human being for a couple months to help your neighbor. Like, this is not... Do you know what she just said, Bethany? You said you have to be a decent human being. Obviously, these are not people who are decent human beings. Like, it's just... Listen, it's so Clearly not. Clearly not. Let me tell you something. I told my sister the other day. I can't wait for, like, me to be out and about. And I'm just out and about. Just follow along, people. I'm out and about. Think it's a, it's a, it's a brisk, cold winter day. And and someone is walking around with a scarf on. I'm gonna yank that shit off their face. I was like, guess what? You couldn't breathe in summer. You can't breathe now, bitch. Listen, get frostbit. Don't walk around here with a scarf protecting your face. I'll say that the other day. I said every person who bitches about a mask owns like 18 scarves that they put on in the freaking winter time. Don't come at me with this nonsense, Bethany. I'm ripping. I'm ripping off scarves. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be an anti-scarfer. Like not not in my season. Take it off, Bethany. What? Uh, when did this thing happen at the art supply depot? Um, it was while I was gone on vacation, or like last like last weekend. Can you tell your weekend before? Can you tell your friend to email uh, Emma dot Henderson at WTOL so we can uh, get this story out there? Well, I don't. Yeah, she, she doesn't want to. Or I think there's. They were working on trying to figure out who it was. Um, 
and without giving out too many details, she figured that I had a connect, like I would have a connection to this person in some way. So I don't know. I don't know what the investigation process is in trying to figure out who this person it, is. It should be. So I don't want to mess with that. It, okay. Well, it should be a it should be a news story. Like this person should be hung out shamefully. Has everybody? <gasps> what you said hung uh, out. Oh yeah, not oh. strung out, but uh, guess what's hung out right now? My dick. No. Um, oh, oh. Why did you do that, Floyd? You knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> no, listen, Philip. Oh my god. Don't oh talk about god. hung out. I've seen your Instagram. Did, yeah. My Instagram is fine. <laughs> um, Floyd, would you be so kind to wrap us up as everybody hops in? Hops in. Yeah. Um. Bye. <laughs> 